Hi, my name is Stephanie, and I get in internet fights. Ooh, denten la boda. El no la ama, mi ama mi. It means stop the wedding. He doesn't love you. He loves me. <laughs> and who are you? Cody. <laughs> I've been practicing Spanish, and that's the most important thing I could learn, I think. And this is Topa Talk. And today we talk about Halloween. It's Ooh. Halloween time. We talk about the internet fights I got in. Which go along with the women's rights march that you went to. We talk about alien abductions. We sure did. We talk about gay football players. We talk about Halloween costumes. We talk about Halloween cookies. We talk about the never-ending saga of Cody versus Blue. No, it's over. And we talk most importantly about Halloween lesbians. <laughs> Let's go. get into it. <laughs> Don't start caring Let's about me now. Do la peep, man. Do la peep. Do la peep up. Do la peep This isn't it, is it? No, we're not starting this way. <laughs> we're co- we're in a weird vibe because we're sitting on the couch. Are you explaining it to the listeners? Because yeah. it sounds like we are going. Well, it's because it has to be authentic and organic. Oh my God, I'm vulnerable. Vulnerable. Most importantly, we must be vulnerable. Mystical Cynical is like the Sunday farmer's market and we're like the Thursday's farmer's Absolutely. market. Absolutely. And did you Fucking know? know that. They're that... both fine, but one of them's, you know. No, they're not both fine. One's done. Big. One has a lot more traffic and one has a lot more people going to it and checking it out. But the real ones The on real Thursday. ones are on Thursday. Okay, the real ones now. 805 and Revolt is definitely like the market section of A1 Market on El Roblar. I would say That's Red Barn. Red Barn, absolutely. <laughs> 805 and Revolt is Red Barn. 805 and Revolt is Red Barn. They're always going to be there. They're pretty much always They're open. They're fucking bomb. What do you need? Burritos, burritos a cigarette. <laughs> what do you need? They'll give it to you. You can get camping supplies. Like you can get anything there. You can get worms. I you I've, can get worms. I bought worms there before. For what? My compost, which is like so stupid because it doesn't work that way. I was but gonna say you don't fish. It's all good. I thought you needed worms to fish. Yeah, that's what they're there for. Oh well, you know, I went in there like Red Barn like last week on my way home to get a box of cigarettes. Mm, a box. A whole fucking box. How many come in a box? Twenty. What am I trying to say? A pack. Yeah. Just a little guy. Not a like box a... would be like multiple packs. Oh no, those are no. That's that. I may as well, but no. I got the little one, and um, <laughs> I just stood there at the counter, and the guy was just texting. And it was just he and I, as close as you and I are sitting right now, and he's just texting for a good, like, <laughs> full 60 seconds. And I just didn't, I didn't say excuse me. I, didn't, I let him write it out. I was like, this is important, what he's doing. And I wasn't being, like, a martyr or, like, angry about it. I just waited. I was like, obviously, why do you think it's urgent for me to buy cigarettes it's, it's not. not i can fucking wait for he was him. trying to make you really reconsider your decision i hadn't even placed my order yet i could have been buying anything oh i thought 
Oh, I get what you're saying. Because you don't you don't go pick you can't them just out pick on the shelf. <laughs> you have to ask for them. It's very it's a you shameful place. Thing. You said place your order like you're the ordering worst, at a restaurant. The worst is going to yeah, the worst <laughs> is going to Vons and asking them and the look that they give you. Well, because now they have to leave their register and go right. do something. It's you're holding up the whole situation. It's a burden to them, and yeah, they're just don't buy cigarettes from Vons. I have. It seems like an odd move. I have. Why go to two places though? I guess. Why go to two places? You know where I like to buy them the most. I never know. I never remember what it's called, but it's the one next to the donut shop on El Roblar, in the corner of El Roblar. It's the right across. It's. Anywho, I have a question about well, they're very nice this whole there. experience. And the one girl that works at that liquor store, she told me that we know each other in a past life, and she's like, "We know each other," and I was like, "Okay." So I, I'll take your word for absolutely, it. Absolutely, we do. She's really cool. She wears a lot of makeup, and she's like, "Take your mask off. I want to see your whole face." And I went here now. Did you do it? I did it. <laughs> it was so sensual the way she asked me, and I did it, and I felt like, um, and she was like, "Yeah." We knew each other in a past life. How do you get yourself into these situations socially? I just do. I like looked around to make sure nobody was looking. And I just <laughs> took my, ma- I took a step back from the counter. I took my mask off. And I let her see me for exactly who I am. Wow. Okay. And then I said, can I get a pack of light blue American spirits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know each other. Can I get now moving <laughs> <Yeah>. on? <laughs> now that you know me, I should stop having to ask for this. Can you fucking hurry this if up? If you knew me in a past life, you know why I'm here. Um, at Red Barn, burning question: Was the young man who was texting, was he wearing a mask? No. <laughs> you know what you're getting yourself into when you go to Red Barn. No. Cody, why is it okay for at Red Barn for him to be texting and not acknowledge you, but when you go into Blue and you're not acknowledged, you're mad? Because the that's a great question. Wow. What's what's your bias question. all about? That's a great question. That is a great question. Well, I, because, I, be, here's why. Because I'm at Red Barn buying something that is actively killing me, and it's not something that it's important. And you kind of... Red know Barn's not there get. to help with your shopping experience, I suppose. Well, then here's this. Just like how when we were talking about that one Yelp reviewer and she left a like atrocious <laughs> Yelp review on Jack, in, Jack the in the Box. And I said, who cares? Like, you know what you get <laughs> yeah. there. But if she were going to like, like Mastro's, like the steakhouse, right, or Lucky's, or Lucky's, and get that kind of service, then it's like, then it's, yeah, it hits different. When I went to, I went to Blue and I bought the onesie for my little niece last week. Yes, and I have a theory that they have our photos up in the yeah, back of the office. That's what I'm that wondering is if like... we're blacklisted because <laughs> I've never been treated that way somewhere before, and I think it's because somebody told them or tipped them off because I can't imagine these people that I've heard great things about treat everybody like this and I don't know why they would just treat me like this unless they knew right that do you want to explain it to the guests listeners the guests (laughs) are they here right now (laughs) hopefully they're listening if they were all in the backyard and you just didn't tell me it was a surprise live recording it'd be horrifying spooky one would say Happy October. Happy Spooktober. Well, you know, Kaylee's having her fifth child any day now. Mm-hmm. Technically, her due date's the end of the month, but Kaylee's very intuitive, and she thought she was going to go into labor last night. So she's like, this is happening. And I bought a onesie from Blue 
it's a new kid on the block because it was so adorable because it's like it's she's the fifth kid it's like so cute and so I bought it for $36 and some change which is so fucking crazy but it's so cute and so worth it I've never been so ignored in a store where I'm the only one and, and there's two employees and one is taking Instagram photos of the merchandise and doesn't look up from her job good she's working proud of her happy for her good for her keep those social medias up girl we're in you a gotta modern get era. the content you gotta get it out before it crashes content before the incident creation. crashes you gotta get it up and then i go to the counter and the person that was taking the instagram photo just cuts in front of me sets her coffee down right in front of me at the counter and the girl that was ringing me up just doesn't say anything and she looks at it and she types it in i hand her my card and she goes she goes our machine is down so and I was like, oh. And then she starts to, like, type it in. And I was like, oh, you're just telling me that it's, like, a burden for you to, like... I don't know. It was just such a strange experience. And then she goes... She just doesn't say anything the whole time. Like, did you find anything? Or this is cute? Or any interaction? Well, didn't she, like, make you wait? She was like, hold on. Oh, yeah. She goes, hold on. <laughs> I just waited. Just similar to Red Bar. Maybe they're a couple. They'd be a cute couple. They're both attractive. Maybe they should get together. Right. And get out of customer service immediately, both of them. Oh, my God. Maybe. No, Red Barn's great. No, I'm not saying it's bad. Even Blue is great. <clears throat> um, I just, I just the whole experience was so funny to me. And then she goes, would you like a receipt? No smile, no inflection in her voice. Courtney Kardashian could never. She was like, would you like a receipt? And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. And she goes, and we just stare at each other. <laughs> And I go, so and she goes, well, your transaction's over. Oh, my like, God. That's what, what else do you want from me? I'm surprised that you're still stepping foot in there, Cody. That's what, you know, Kaylee said. I told her the story and she goes, I don't blame him. Kaylee goes, I'd be meaner. And I was like, they don't know who I am. And she goes, they could. And I don't know. I was talking about this with my cousin and I was like, do you think I personally would probably kill you with kindness? Personally, like me just too. to be cunty about it, like just be really <laughs> like over the top. When you, I'd print your pictures and be like, go over the top. Over the top. Go can over. Roll out. I would buy a red carpet. Yep. Yep. I would handcraft it from yak fur from <laughs> from somewhere if I was worked at that Just store. Just like a thousand dollar rug. I would charge twelve hundred for it. Are you kidding me? And then yeah, and I would roll it out and make me make quite I'd make a Cody scene. Feel like such a fucking tool. Yes. Bag. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're almost you know just feeding into our whole thing with blue. And also, this is your battle, blue. If you're listening <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> no i'm not i'm not fucking but around you're right but i am right but you're right <laughs> this isn't really my okay, battle <laughs> so then let's squash it let's squash it i raise my white flag i i no don't truce no truce well i what have they done to come to the table to you they 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 got me as a customer i officially purchased something from blue they officially got me they got you, gal. They got me, gal. That's that's how you win. You got to give it to them, though. If they got something in there, you buy. I also went to the Crystal Corner, which is like a new metaphysical shop. Yeah. By Bart's Books. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. It is half the size of the living room that we're staying in now. No shade, but the, it's important. My because... house is so big, so that's saying a lot. <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> we're in the ballroom for Beauty and the Beast right now. <laughs> so just think half of that. <laughs> we're in the Titanic ballroom. Yeah. So. Um, which you've never seen, so I don't know how you would reference it. But I, I've, I have seen it in my mind's eye. <laughs> well, I know the Titanic from top to bottom because I watch like virtual tours on YouTube of it all the time. Okay. Titanic Honor and Glory, my favorite YouTube channel. Get into it. That's what it's called, T Titanic Honor and Glory. Why didn't you bring Glory. this up when we were talking about Titanic last episode? I'm so ashamed. 
Okay, so it's Anyways, half the size Crystal of my Corner, living room. Crystal Corner did not. <laughs> the person working Crystal Corner did not fucking acknowledge me when I walked in again. Which again, it's not that it's me. It's that you need to. If you're in customer service, you should acknowledge someone when they come into your place of business. Just say hello. Just say hello. Just smile if you don't feel like talking. Just nod your head if you don't. Eye feel like contact talking. is like bare Eye minimum. Eye contact at the very bare minimum. And like, do you want to do a little squint so I think you're smiling? Shopped around, looked around, beautiful crystals, beautiful display. Didn't buy a thing because you know what? When I go into when I go into Nutmeg's Ohio house on North Montgomery yep. Street, they, and I throw, walk in crystal they shopping, pull out the red carpet. Cody, how are you? How have you been? How's your grandma? You want a rose quartz today? Let me show you this. This just came in. That's what I'm talking about. What if I went around town <laughs> and gave everyone your photo and a little bio about you, some fun facts about grandma, and then that way... <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you go, they can fucking get everywhere the horns. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a hot. <laughs> Let no, me get the I'm horns just saying out. it's not about me. It's about I want people to treat anybody like that. It's not about me. I don't give a fuck if you know. I don't want you to know who I am. I just want you to treat everyone nice when you go in somewhere. I can't imagine the place where I work. I'm, I work in a person-facing place where I have to deal with people. <laughs> And when people walk by, I can't think of a single moment I've ever just snubbed or ignored someone. Unless I'm just completely unaware, which is does occur. Well, if, I think I'm that's unaware, if I'm unaware, it's obvious. But yeah. I, there's never been a moment where I've seen someone walk past where I work and just not say a word or continue doing what I do. I at least look up and go, hello, how are you today? It's very easy. It takes two seconds. Get into it. Two seconds seconds anyways i apologize let's to keep Blue. let's keep talking local businesses while we have it i haven't even pulled up our notes yet we really let's talk about how i was working at the bar <clears throat> and you were there after work and you got called really you got called out by the owner of the bryant street <laughs> I gym i liked it i wrote that in the notes i wrote called out by the owner of bryant street gym hi shanae caller i I liked it because she put me in my place and I hadn't realized what I had done. I thought I was doing a good thing. And I really respect the fuck out of her because of what she said to me. We are, I was at the bar by myself. I came after work. You said you were working. So I popped over for the celebrity bartender, Stephanie James. Obviously. And I, Shanae happened to be there, new owner of Bryant Street Gym. And I had met someone at a wedding at that wedding I went to that just moved to Ojai and she's an up and coming personal trainer or she wants to get into that. So she's there. Shanae's there. And I thought I'm a connector, Hello. baby. I'm a connector. Let's go. So I was like, Shanae, I want to introduce you to someone. This is so-and-so she's a trainer. I like matched them together. They started talking, blah, blah, blah. It was great. They had a great connection. The girl left Shanae, I went up to Shanae. She was like, she was cool. Like, Shanae was into it. She's like, she was cool, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, isn't she, blah, blah, blah. And then me and someone else started talking about stuff. They were like, didn't you used to have a boot camp? I was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't do that anymore. I want a nine to five. I like to clock in and clock out. And once I'm clocked out, I just hated being clocked in all the time. And Shanae grabs my shoulder and she goes, I hear you, but you know, you just clocked me in on a Friday night when I introduced them. I just like being called out. Okay, here's my thought on that whole thing. If Shanae didn't want to be clocked in, Shanae, hi, I love you. Um, if you didn't want to be clocked in, all uh-huh. you had to do is say, "Hey, I'm out with my girls tonight. Give me your phone number. I'll I think call that's you kind later of where in the she week." Went. I think that's where she and went. Then, 
But it doesn't have to be a long conversation. Just one minute. Like, hey, let's connect some other time. I'm out drinking. I just like that. I like that she called me out for clocking her in. <laughs> yeah, but She's like, like you just clocked me in. Yeah, I was like, I'm I guess sorry. The other piece of it. It's so good of you to network, though, and like bring someone's name into the room. And that's important that you're like looking out for people that you think are worthy of looking out for. So, yeah. I don't know. You know what the saying is? Otto, how rude of Otto, you to bark. Our guest here today has not been announced. <laughs> it's Otto, Stephanie's dog. Um, I, the saying is that the path to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Hot. I don't get it. What? The path to hell is paved with good intention. Like you had a great intention, but then the outcome might have oh. been... Yeah. So you can't fucking win ever. I'm glad you did it still. One time I did an oil hair treatment was lemon garlic olive oil in my hair <laughs> and I smelled like pasta for a week. Wait, my intention was good, but I went to hell for that. What does garlic do for your fucking hair? Stimulate growth or something? I don't get what the garlic is for. I didn't know it was garlic lemon olive oil from Trader Joe's. I thought it was regular olive oh, oil. Oh, I get what you're saying. So, I thought you made a mixture of lemon, garlic, and olive oil. No, and it was put already it there, and I put it in my hair, and I literally smelled like pasta for a week. Oh, Every that's time hot, I sweat, though. I smelled so bad. That's pretty the hot. The path to hell is paved with good intentions. You want? Wait, to- can we talk about the path of hell that I'm on right now? Yeah. You guys. <laughs> Wait, you're using clown emojis instead of hearts now for our notes, so that's fun for Halloween. It is spooky. I love that. What were you going to talk clown about? Behavior. Your path to hell? Yeah, I've been getting... You guys, I don't even know how to start this. So we had the whole conversation about the nest where I was really posing the question of like, how do we have civil conversation, <laughs> civil discourse online with people oh of- my god do you want to get into this <laughs> kind of i haven't even had a fourth of my coffee yet can we tease them with it now and get back to it later i like to tease because this is a hot this is a hot piece yeah. from us yeah we'll talk about it later we are being we there's someone we have a follower <laughs> let's, that let's not- fucking gets into <laughs> it with us and it's all connected to like the recent women's march i went to it's all connected we'll go we'll come oh back to it okay God. let's talk about spooky stuff really quick you guys can't you guys have to stick around because this is too nuts okay so spooktober last year we wrote like a ton of movies down and when we were i remember that yes and we were all together we like randomly we put them in a hat and we picked it fun and so it was so fun and we didn't get through all of them unfortunately but we started spooktober this year i'm gonna do my own you're inspiring me. do you know what we started with that i had never seen before ever 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 it evil dead oh really it is which did you watch the original or the remake because both are fat the original yeah and then we're gonna watch a sequel soon okay um Evil Dead you is so 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 fun. terrible. So fun. We love watching bad movies in this house, so it was just like the most exciting, fun, ridiculous. Yeah. The wigs, the amount of wig changes, and like uh, nothing lines up. Every, the continuity. It's awfully amazing. The continuity. Truly. Con- that's why it's important in a production to have someone on top of the continuity. It's hilarious. And then at the end, when like all the bodies are dissolving, they do like really bad stop motion claymation. And you can see the light changes from throughout the day because it's like a time lapse of like stuff dissolving. And you can just see it's you can see like the sun going up and down. Basically, part of the fun. (laughs) Yeah. Continuity is not there. And then it's so funny. Like in this movie like a demon possesses someone that's the whole thing and like this they they put this they put this girl who got possessed under in the basement but leave like a crack of the door so like they're in the living room and she can like lift up the door with the chains and she's 
has this terrible mask on and like she's like <laughs> you know who plays her in the remake who um sarah highland from modern family the oh oldest my god daughter. <laughs> it's actually the remake was good but the did re- they do it ridiculously to like pay homage homage how do yes. you say that word <laughs> homage? homage i don't know how douchey are you it's like i don't know <laughs> i want to be like you homage. homage yeah well you do a good job homage <laughs> um no it's very cheesy the remake and it's not supposed to be like a gritty reboot or like a deep reboot it's like they are very aware of what the assignment is and they have a great time that's why it's so good the right. remake is just fun as well and i love that movie it's it's as gory as you can get on a comical level like it's it's just very very ooky coo what's your favorite scary movie what's wait oh my god scream what's your favorite scary movie sydney nice was that good yes thank you um hey sid i would say like carrie i grew up watching carrie with my mom that was like that was the first book i read Nice. Well, not the first book. I wasn't like three years old. You know, one fish, the Shining is fucking amazing, obviously. Yeah. There's a movie. I always forget the name of it, but it, I grew up watching it too. So, like, don't think it's not one of my favorites. It's the writer who crashes his car and then she, like, brings him home and smashes his legs. Misery. Misery is so fucking Ooh, good. The, the misery. fucking ankles. Yes. Yeah. See, that's James Conn and Kathy I don't ever remember Kathy Misery because it's like a weird name for that movie. Well, but. Misery was the name of, I think that was the name of his romantic book thing he was writing yeah yeah he was an author it's so good stephen king yeah Yeah. misery and she what was her name annie i don't know her name was annie yeah i don't think i've ever seen that really yeah i don't think i've ever seen that you'll love it oh my god put that on your list what's your favorite scary movie i love scream just because it's like it's a fun take on the scary movie themes like is a scary movie about scary movies right so i love scream i love the the, it's a bit meta it's meta which i love and i love matthew lillard okay i think he's so hot matthew lillard oh and um ski ulrich 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 they're both so hot and oh my god that's billy loomis yeah is it bruce campbell in evil dead is that his name He's hot. The guy that plays like Ash or something. Ash, yes. Yeah. So hot. I think so. He gets hotter as the movie goes, though. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway, Billy Loomis, hot, 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 hot. I would let him stab me if you know what I mean. Okay, Cody. What were your Halloween traditions growing up? Like, what is your? Oh my gig? god, I can't believe. Last year we didn't do a single Halloween episode, so we're trying to pump out as many Halloween episodes as we can this month. And I appreciate you for bringing up more Halloween stuff. Of course. I love. Um, my Halloween traditions as a kid, probably our biggest tradition is that my grandma used to make like, I think four to 700 pumpkin cookies to give Holy out crap. to trick or treaters instead of candy. Oh yeah. That's not cool anymore though. Well, she used to bag them individually and put a label with her name, address and phone number on it. So parents could call if they were concerned. Oh, good for her. And they, I mean, she was doing it for like, I want to say maybe 30 to 40 years. So it became very well known and nobody questioned it. Yeah. And she'd have like a line around the corner oh because gosh. people like knew like, Wait, oh, that's it's so the sweet. And so the biggest tradition was she would bake them all from scratch, which is a lot of cookies to bake from scratch she'd roll them out she would use a pumpkin um cookie Cut cutter yeah she'd make the frosting by scratch and it was orange frosting literally orange so it was like this thin crispy sugar cookie like thin thin paper thin and then a just kind of like cool refreshing citrusy orange frosting and then very oh 
very oh and delicious but then it gets freaky with her toppings and this is where we came into the mix like a sweatshop we'd have to sit there for Sprinkles. a whole afternoon <laughs> on the 30th and it was we would have to do two candy corn eyes a candy corn nose and then five raisins for a mouth <laughs> and no variation <clears throat> no variation and um the eyes had to be all three colors of the candy corn the nose could be two. Some of them only have two colors, you know, and they're mm-hmm. a little smaller. But certainly can't use those for the eyes. And my grandma would check every single cookie. I love that. And we'd have to pinch each raisin to flatten them. Right. And if she noticed us touch anything but ingredients to a cookie, get up, wash your hands. She ran a tight ship. And um, this is why you have grandkids. This is why you have grandkids to run a tight ship. Right. Um, and then the, the paper even did an article on it. That's so cute. Yeah, so that was my favorite tradition. And then she stopped doing it in the past, I would say, five years or so. And she, two years ago, gifted me with the recipe and the cookie cutter, which is, like, sacred to me. Because nobody has that recipe but me. And I would love to make them sometime, but I'm nervous, too. I don't know why. It's we so should sacred just make a me. small batch this year. I should. That would really Let's surprise her. Let's do it together. And that like, would really surprise she'd her. She'd probably cry. Oh, she would cry. She cries about every. She's, she's Same so girl. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Same girl. That's my favorite. What about you? Do you have a favorite Halloween tradition? I think my. I always remember my dad being really into it. And it's so cute. My dad is very like. He's not serious. He's a pretty funny guy, but he's pretty. He's not quiet. I don't know. He's just like a little stoic sometimes, yeah. I feel like. And to see him be so. He is stoic. That's a good way to put him. Yeah, but not in like a cold way. Not in he's like. He's taking a, it in. Yeah, he's an observer. Mm-hmm. And so to see him get super giddy and silly. And plus, he's just worked so hard his whole life. Like, you know, those people, he's just about work and like eating food and sleeping. His That's family's it. Family's taking care of His he's family's taking care, care of, of that kind of guy. That kind of guy. Yeah. So. He used to like hide in the bushes and scare the kids, and they would come. Like, I love that. he would try to make the front door a little scary. I love that. And he'd that. hide behind the tree right in front of the house, and he'd like scare trick or treaters. He all we always carved pumpkins. Oh my god! Never didn't when even when I moved out of the house. Do you like to carve pumpkins? Because that's fifty fifty. People either love it or hate it. I go simple. I have to go quick. I'm in and out. I, I cannot love sit a classic jack o' lantern. I don't like to do the template. I don't like no. to make it look like something that's not supposed to be i'm so impatient i'll get halfway through a crazy idea and give up and then it's like well now what (laughs) oh and is there anything worse than when you're using those little saw and either the saw breaks or the pumpkin snaps you have to use a toothpick the toothpick trick oh my god if i one year my dad just gave us power tools and we drilled a ton of holes in them and like that was that (laughs) i love (laughs) i love carving pumpkins Especially if you just carve like a hole the size of your dick and then you could fuck it. People fuck pumpkins. Okay. So then I moved out of the house. I'm ignoring that. <laughs> People I, do it. I moved out of the house and so it was just my mom and my dad. And my dad that first year still carved pumpkin and my mom sent me a picture of him carving a pumpkin alone, mind you, in his like work shirt. And he has a witch's hat on and a witch's wig and his like has this long wig on and uh-huh. like a witch's hat. And he's like carving a pumpkin alone. Like just so sweet. You need that framed. I know. And then last year, my whole family came to Ojai uh, and stayed for here Halloween? for Halloween. Ooh. And we all dressed up as <laughs> like hippies. I think 
you'll probably remember like all of my stories. Like we yeah. wore so many wigs. My dad and this I. This was last year, or yeah, 2019. This is 2020. Oh really? I yeah. don't remember. And we all wore wigs, and my dad tried on every single wig. Oh my god! Dad. And he was like this stoned out hippie with a fake mustache on, and he was like wearing flip flops with jeans and like a tie dye shirt. And at the hotel, Cody, for a photo, my dad's not like he does not like photos, and he could not stop asking for photos. Like he was alive. He was giddy. He was silly. He, he loved was, it. Oh my god! He was full like his drag moment almost you know what i mean like he just leaned into this character so hard <laughs> is it fun to see your dad do stuff like yes, that he rolled up he rolled up a dollar bill and poured salt sugar out on the table Stop. and pretended to do coke for a Stop. photo my dad did half drag for <laughs> halloween one year too my dad was pretending to like put coke out on did the table did he actually snort it no he was pretending did to he do though. a little line he did, did he, make a he line got with his a credit, credit card? card out and <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> He got so into the character It was so cute What was this character's name? I don't know We didn't have names We went to a party When I was I think like a preteen And it was a Halloween party Like as a family It was family friends And the theme was Angels and devils Whatever your take was on it And my dad Never dressed up for Halloween Typically didn't like Get into it but that year, he decided for this theme, he'd be a Victoria's Secret angel. Wow. And he just, like, went for it. And so he wore, like, long johns to, you know, because he's he wanted to um, be modest. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wore, like, lingerie over it and, like, a wig because he's a Victoria's Secret angel. Yeah. And then he wore, like, a blonde wig and wings. Mm -hmm. And he wore his work boots, which was kind of iconic. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It was such a, it was my favorite costume he's ever done. My mom used to really turn it up for Halloween too. When we were like teenagers, she was Lady Gaga one year, which the neighborhood I'm sure was like, she was in like a black bikini and like oh my God, white, good white wig with like the hair bow, like very early Lady Gaga. My mom was really into like all the stuff around it. Like I think she definitely dressed up and I have pictures of them dressing up together and stuff, which is cute. But <clears throat> she was really into like, we used to boo the whole neighborhood. What do you mean? Boo bag. Oh. You've never been booed? I know. So Nobody boos me. Our neighborhood had... I get applause. And I know this is a thing like all over, so... I've seen I'm like sure you've some been of booed. You. Yes. I just didn't know that was a real like a thing It's like a bag and did. there's activities and there's candy and there's instructions on how to boo like the next person. So it's like hopefully a continuous chain until Halloween. Why hasn't anyone ever booed me? I don't know, You'd but... You'd think I'd be first on the list First on the list. Wow. Um and she would be like really into making sure we had all the candy and all the decorations and oh. yeah. Well, my parents and holidays, I mean, the holidays is when my family came alive and Halloween was a start. You've told me that before, like where kind of everything came together and it was like your family we had, worked. <laughs> we had a shed in our backyard that was floor to ceiling decorations just for decorations for stuff. But <laughs> Halloween wasn't always big in our family. I don't know. I think it's it was like banned in our family growing up, my mom, we were not allowed to be anything scary. We were not allowed to watch Nightmare Before Christmas, perish the thought. She thought it was like sacrilegious because she, she, I don't think she saw it or understood mm. what it was. And I I just wanted to be something scary. I wanted to watch that movie. And one year I told my mom, I was like, I want to be a ghost. And she's like, you can't be a ghost. It's scary. And I was like, please let me be a ghost. And so my, I was like, if Kaylee wanted to be an angel, angels are dead people. What's the difference? Like You're I came, in heaven. I came with facts and receipts, and she went fine. You could be a ghost. And then, Nightmare Before Christmas. She's like, they're putting disrespect on Christmas's name with that movie, which I understood. But I was like, you less watch The Grinch. Who's more disrespectful to Christmas than The Grinch? 
So I got to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. You just... I pled my case, and then from there, I, they understood, and they realized, oh, our son is likes scary things. I always, I always, oh, always, always boy. have. I, as a little boy, I'd sit in my closet playing with a Ouija board. I love scary things. And the Emily got me for my birthday behind my parents' back. I would just play with my Ouija board and talk to ghosts and demons. And... They were his only They friends. got into it. They got into it. They We even had tombstones on our front lawn that said how we all died. Like That's with our so names cute. and how we died. Oh, it was so fun. We My parents let me get into it. They're very supportive of that. I was never anything scary. I've never been anything scary. Really? Other than like witches. You guys, how many girls out there, how many times have I been a witch? Sometimes At least, you just got to do it. I think out of 29 years of life, I've probably been a witch 10 times. I feel like every woman has been a witch and every guy has been a doctor for Halloween. It's just easy. Yeah. Like a scientist. One of my favorite outfits was like a bat. I was like a sexy bat. I was a bat one year. Yeah. It's what are your bats? What's your favorite costume you've ever done? Uh, Asa and I did like a Wes Anderson thing. We did. Um, I remember those pictures. Yeah. Yeah. We did hotel. What is it? No, it's the Royal Tenenbaums. Sorry. Royal Tenenbaums. My brain doesn't Cute. work very well. Um, were you Luke Wilson and Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. Of course you were. Uh, which was really fun. Iconic. And I think the bat was like just a really fun year. We had a party in Long Beach. Fun. Oh, I was. Um, Asa was Duff Man from Simpsons and cute. I was a Duff cheerleader. Cute. That was really cute. What's your weirdest costume as a kid? I'm getting stuff. I think up. I was Jasmine from Aladdin. Wow. Which Bear just like, it, and all. like, yeah, it just isn't like, doesn't align with me. Maybe I was into it. I don't remember being doesn't into it. Doesn't align with you or your values? What do you mean? Like, I'm not a Disney bitch. I don't remember. You're not a Disney I bitch. I don't remember being into Aladdin that much, but I must have been a whole new for my mom to buy the. World. Well, Jasmine was really pretty, and that movie was really popping when we were I don't, little. I don't remember ever, like, begging to be anything. I just remember it being, like, three days Please. before Halloween. Yeah. We're like, fuck, what am I going to be? Fuck. <laughs> and we just go find something, or yeah. I'm a witch again. <laughs> I've been a tourist many times. Oh, that's cute. Just because it's so easy. You throw on a Hawaiian t-shirt. I'll do, I'll do like, a the sun. visor. I'll do a visor. I'll do a white nose, like, as if it's yep. zinc and then I will mm-hmm. do red makeup around and make it look like I have a sunglass sunburn so like around my eyes is that's white funny. and like I would do the lines on the side where the sunglasses would be that's such an easy costume I get my hat from Luelle Larry's on Catalina it's just uh, such an easy done. costume socks and sandals such an easy costume <laughs> I'm wearing socks and As sandals you're right now socks and sandals. <laughs> my favorite costume I've ever been was Vance Camaro he was from the 80s I awesome. recall I don't know if that was a costume that was more like drag I like okay, really so that year became him. that year that you went as Vance I went as another Wes Anderson movie from I was one of the like shipmates from I didn't the, see you at Azu that year from I know but we both went that night yeah, I do did. know that that was a, a fun fact. party from the blue aquatic what is that movie the blue bl- 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not what it's called? The life Aquatic. Life Aquatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was one of the shipmates with like the blue outfit and the orange beanie. Wow. Wes Anderson gal. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I've only seen one of his movies. Which one? Fantastic the Mr. One. Fox or else I'll kill you. The, that one. That's easily one of my very favorite movies ever. That one. That's the one. <laughs> Are you happy now? With George now? Clooney. Are you happy now? And George Clooney, the little gay son of his. Mm-hmm. Is he gay? He's. As a metaphor. He's gay. 
<laughs> I was going to say he's different, but that's rude if he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, Vance Camaro was fun, and I'd like to be him again, but like in a different era, like 90s, kind of like Kurt Cobain style. Like he's evolved I a little bit. I have the wig for Kurt Cobain. Okay, you're on. I will be him this year. I'll be you're 90s on. Vance Camaro. <laughs> Okay. He was so fun. Should I be Courtney Love? Vance, yes. <laughs> oh my God. No, because I want to make it through the night without you Dying. killing me. <laughs> Probably God, a good our notes idea. were ignoring our notes. Can I pick something off of your notes? Uh, yeah. We did. Um, Do whatever, but just like be careful. Why? Because some of it has to wait, remember? People who take their time at the car wash. Okay, I live by a car wash. We know this. We already know this. So, like, you guys could come kill me any day. I don't care. Don't do it. Um, and so it's a timed car wash. You put quarters in and it's timed, right? You have like three minutes to do something before you have to put money back in. Yeah. And I just see these people. It's stressful. I just see these people taking their fucking time. That's like they're me. just slowly spraying the soap all over their car. And I'm like, do you have no care in the world? Like the time is ticking. That's me. You just have quarters? You just have money like that? Oh, honey, they take cards now. I know so they do. I just take my sweet time. But because you know, I use that car wash and I, I do like to take my time. I what I don't do because I have class, tact, and taste <laughs> is that I do not, I do not, I under no circumstances dry my car in the stall where the washing takes place. No, I am, when people do that, when I'm sitting waiting to wash my you car, you do a little honk, and someone is no, I just lay on the horn, I just lay on. No, I don't, <laughs> I you know, me, I, I don't honk or anything, I just get annoyed. Impatient. People do not drive the car off in the terminal. You gotta yes, be kidding do. me! Wow, that's rude. But if yes, you saw me, <laughs> if you ever catch me washing my car over there, which is very rare, but if you ever catch me over there, you will uh, you will think that I am in a complete panic. I'm flying around with the brush. The the everything's getting caught. You know the, the strings are on. Race. Like it's literally like life or death. I need squid to get this game. done. Squid Game. Speaking of Squid Game. Squid Game. We put on the first episode, and I could not get through the first episode. And everyone's like, "It's genius. It's, it's the most popular it's show so on Netflix good. ever." Squid Game. If you don't finish washing your car within three minutes, it goes beep beep beep. That giant ass freaky doll that looks like Dora the Explorer will turn around and be like. What she say? She's like, I haven't seen it. Green. I know I haven't either. I see things in my mind's eye through <laughs> memes, so I I think that I've seen all these it's things. It's not mind's eye if you see it through a meme. Like me, like me giving you the full cast and and story yes. of misery and be and like, you've never, never seen, seen it. it. <laughs> oh yeah, Kathy Bates plays Annie, and he. <laughs> oh my god, biggest fan. Never well, seen that movie is nuts because people get crazy like fans get crazy like that where he was done writing the books and she's like i don't think so you're gonna stay here and write another book buddy yeah that's what the whole fucking movie's about and if not i'm gonna crush your fucking legs kathy bates so good get into get into 50 shades of gray find a new author did we talk about autumn you clowned it i we talked about like halloween time no, who cares about autumn can we i'm gonna give this this is a 30 second conversation then we're moving on forever okay because i hate when people do this do what let's talk about the weather last night Wow. What? <laughs> Let's talk about the weather last night. I'm talking, we were going to go surfing at five. I packed the car. <clears throat> my neighbor, Brittany, who I surf with. Apocalyptic. Walk, my neighbor, sir. What? My surfer neighbor, <laughs> Brittany, walked over and was like, maybe we shouldn't go. My dad told me to watch for lightning. And I was like, that's silly. Like, it's cloudy and I can hear a little thunder. But like, I don't know. Do you Crazy. really think it's an issue? And then we started thinking, <coughs> it's going to start raining in 30 minutes, it says. So like by the time we get down there and we're trying to put our wets, like what's the point? So we canceled surf. Thank God. Because I'm sitting on the porch reading a book. 
because I love the weather and I'm like, let's get it going with the yeah. fall autumnness. Love, what were you reading? Um, oh, I have it here. I wanted to read a, oh, actually we'll something get to from it. it. We'll get to it. It's called The Mothers by Britt Bennett. And um, then all of a sudden, this crazy gust of wind comes and there's lightning and thunder everywhere. And it's insane, like a windstorm. Did you get the wind part of that? Oh, mama. The wind came through Main Street like no other. I got the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Tons of rain, tons of lightning, tons of lightning. Tons of lightning. Like, what are we in the South? What? It was like, Kaylee was like, this is Texas weather. This is Texas weather. This is Texas weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. I loved weather. it. The sky was orange. It transitioned to a beautiful mauve, and then it became the most glorious magenta. When it was orange, it felt like end of days. It did, and I was taking pictures. And when there was a full rainbow and lightning, I was like... Oh, I was almost thinking like, thank God Instagram and Facebook is down and people don't have to post about the weather that's <laughs> happening currently. People still did. And then Instagram came like right back on when the weather was acting up. And yeah. I was like, mm. well, it was Mark Zuckerberg. He was like, he was like, let's do something about this weather because they're <laughs> bored. They need something to look at. Let's do something. What if we did different filters for the sky since they can't post right now? Let's just change the colors of the sky. The sky was so crazy when it was orange and misty. Where I was standing, I usually have a clear-cut view of the Topa Mountains. And during that moment, I went outside. It was just like orange mist covering the No, we couldn't the see the mountains. mountains either from our house. It was very odd. Yeah. And there was rainbows and lightning. Mm-hmm. And it was windy. And it was very spooky scary. Who knew that was going to come? The meteorologist? I certainly didn't. Did they tell us? I certainly... The crooked meteorologist? We were watching... Guys... Let's talk football for half a second. No. The Raider game was no. on and it got delayed by 35 minutes no. and they lost to the Chargers. Who's Good. The, I'm a Raiders fan, but 805 and Revolt's Charger fans. Well, you want to talk about the Raiders' Beef. hot gay player, Carl oh, Nassib. Oh, I do want to talk about Nassib the Raiders. Nassib or Nassib? Nassib? Carl Nassib? Nassib? He is the first openly gay football player in the NFL ever, which seems so fucking crazy to me. He's that- hot as far as, you know, football players are never all the way hot. They're yeah. kind of like Neanderthal hot. <laughs> They're like, you know, you know, you know, we all went to high school with football players. You know. They're hot enough. You know, Carl Nassib. He I just am like blown away that he's the first openly gay football player like ever. I like it wasn't his like outcoming out videos in on July. He's like, man, I'm gay. <laughs> hey, guys, just want to let you know. I'm gay. <laughs> FYI. Yeah. yeah. On Instagram. And then it was like really emotional because everyone like the outpour of support. And I guess his team already knew. And yeah. he had the team support, so that I think that's why he went for Carl, it. Carl, why do you have a boner every time we're in the locker room? What's no, going on? No, see, you're put. You're. I am. You're I'm being mean. If I can't, who can? No, I'm just saying. Doesn't that like? Uh, yes, it's bad. Okay, it's <laughs> bad. Asa was cute. We were watching a game a few weeks ago, and he made it. A, Carl made an incredible play, <laughs> and Asa was like, "I just love that." Like sh- straight white men across the country right now are, are cheering for. Like are stoked off Carl making a play. I love that. Yeah, I can't get comfortable now. But uh, put the pillow behind you. Okay. Because you're still. Oh my God, you guys. Pause. Can we pause? Pause. Play. We're back. My God. And Stephanie's really annoyed with me. I just yelled at him. <clears throat> and you know what? It is what it is. I'm not, still not super comfortable. Okay. Well, you don't need to be. You know, we have make, 30 more minutes of recording. Just we, be a little uncomfortable. We make our listeners uncomfortable every time we yeah. record. It's so, our turn so to be really uncomfortable. It's fine. It's our turn to be. Well, anyways, the football's gay. Okay. Now that I'm all worked up, should we talk about the Instagram stuff? Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Or is it too early? It's 40 minutes in. Go for it, sis. Okay. So 
Let's rewind Go for to Olivia Styles. <laughs> Olivia Styles. Here, editing on last video because we don't edit shit. I really liked how you edited that. Can I just say that it was loud. like it was like very elementary editing that I did poorly. Um, no, I actually got a I got something in the mail from the Academy Award Motion Picture Society that said, "Wow, wow, wow." It just said, "Wow, episode twenty three. Wow, wow." Um. So on the Nest episode, I was talking about the climate of having conversations with people online who don't agree with you and how it's like really unproductive and it's hard to engage with and it's upsetting and there's no movement. Right. Especially when you see things so differently. Yeah. And so it's like, how do we have conversations that are productive and da 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 Turns I think out you don't. It's important to me that we can deal with people who are different than us uh, to an extent. Anywho, so... I was posting and promoting the Women's March that just happened on October 2nd, something we talked about on the podcast, something I've been passionate about for pretty much since I've been aware of like women's rights and abortion and stuff. And I feel like I've done the work and the research and we've interviewed Planned Parenthood. We've been involved with them. I've always donated. Um, You know, I've read a lot of studies that have to do with like the reasons why abortion access is so important. You're a woman and you give a fuck about your body and your rights. Yeah. And I've also come to the conclusion that I don't really care why anyone decides they need an abortion. It's truly, honestly, none of my business at all whatsoever. Absolutely. And so there's not really scenarios that upset me. You know, I there's not scenarios where it's like, well, what if this and then they get an abortion? And I'm like, okay, like it's not my business, you know? And it's so personal. It does affect the family and it does affect the partner of the person possibly who got them pregnant and so on and so forth. So I'm not saying like it's just the personal issue, but it kind of is. It's really like from a health standpoint, it's really a personal choice. Anywho, I was promoting it, blah, blah, blah. Um, A woman got in the DMs and got should I were we gonna read it if you want to go for it um, do you have your phone I don't <clears throat> can I sum it up can I give it the gist I feel like yeah. you should read it you want me to read so it so they got in the DMs I just want you to read it so that we are I don't want to stretch the truth or over exaggerate personally but you know you guys it's it's such this is such a gnarly topic yes and it's it's not something that I actually take lightly at all um, truly here we go so you had posted on our Instagram story, Stephanie, um, a post for promoting on October 2nd rally for abortion justice. And you wrote on the post, Steph will likely be in Ventura marching so women can have access to all reproductive health. We got a DM from this woman who said, is it still reproductive health if you aren't reproducing anything? Or is it fair access to murdering your child? Because last time I checked, it's not good healthcare practice for one of the patients to leave the pr- a procedure dead. I can't believe we live in a world where people will take to the streets for the right to kill their children. Yeah, and I felt... Can I say what you responded? Yeah. Or do you want to yeah. sum up no, how go. you feel in this moment about that? No, it's okay, go. Stephanie responded, how do you expect me to respond when you use such heavy-handed language? You don't seem very open to conversation, and anything I say in opposition will clearly upset you, so I will save both of our time and not engage. Signed, Stephanie. Yes. And then hours later... If the word murder bothers you so bad, perhaps you should reassess what you are marching for. Which you didn't say that... You didn't really specify 
No, I didn't specify. And it's it's not necessarily like the word murder. (laughs) It's just like the tone and attitude that someone comes to you. It's like there was no option for communication. It felt really judgmental. It felt really like angry. Right. And it's like. And not productive if you want to get your point across. Well, it's just like how how do you feel like you're going to. Because like I think her whole thing is like trying to get people to understand that abortion's bad right that that must be her goal yeah you know and it's like how do you expect me you can already tell i'm like a liberal woman you're following our account if you don't listen to the podcast why are you following our instagram first of all why are you following um so you should know she's a small business owner so you should know like what the fuck i'm about already you know and so it's like if you want to sway well, me, some people like that. Some people love to look at. Some people love to follow and keep tabs on things that they strongly disagree with, just because it gives them something to do with themselves. To, I guess to I do it. I keep people get around. Up, get up in their DMs yeah. or comments or whatever. Some people just like to do that. It's like a hobby. I look at it like a hobby. I'm like, good, <laughs> you're doing something. I was just talking to a friend about the podcast and how we, I, you know, we brought up the conversation about the nest and how we had anxieties around that. And he had listened and said that, you know, my whole point about not being like pacifist about stuff, but wanting to be open to conversation and allow people to express themselves and then express myself back is that, and he was saying that like that education and grace have to go hand in hand to have like a really productive conversation and you have to give grace, but you can also educate at the same time. And if you just give grace and you don't educate, then you're not doing your part as an ally. And if you just educate without grace, then it's not going to come across in a way that people can digest it. And so I was just thinking about that. You never get your point across. If you, if you come at something unruly or loud or something like that, you can be you well she completely shut me down she, she completely, completely like like what was i supposed to do read that and then be like oh you know what like now i'm open to having a conversation with you about abortion and maybe i can change my mind and be open to your ideas it's like i can't be open to your ideas right I don't now think that's what she wanted i think i i might i could be completely wrong of course but my intuition tells me that people like that not necessarily even saying her but people like that who hop into comments and dms with with such heavy-handed language yes with such heavy-handed language (laughs) um they are not necessarily looking to sway your opinion they're picking a fight they're looking to shout their opinion um because they want you to she i don't think she wanted you to be like you are absolutely right i'm so glad you opened my eyes to this i think she wanted you to say actually this 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 so that she could come back and say well actually murder 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 murder." yeah which i wasn't going to do because I think I could tell that it was you like disengaged. not going to get anywhere. You disengaged. Okay. So then I went to the march and it was beautiful and amazing and empowering. And I think that we're going to bring, I would really love to bring back Julia from Planned Parenthood. Is that her name? Julie. Julie from Planned Parenthood well, in we'll November. To, uh, Julie is no longer working there. Okay. So we need to bring someone back on. She was a specific to our region and she moved. So that wouldn't apply, but well, I, I got connections. I yeah. spoke for Planned plan Parenthood twice. I'd love to bring them back on in November and really get into the nuance around it and like all the all the good, all the bad, everything. Because I think I'd it's important that. that people understand that your personal feeling, your personal life experiences are shaping the way that you view this issue. Probably, right. you know, I think it's really hard for parents. To have a conversation about this you know i don't have kids you know i haven't been through that process personally right. and it's not to say that i'm insensitive to the issue but right. anyways we went to this march it was great it felt empowered it was lovely we get back um i noticed that cody had posted a picture that the ohio valley news 
had posted like you shared a I post. shared I shared a post because the Ojai Valley News on their Instagram had shared a photo of the the walk that was downtown it literally said like hashtag pro-choice rally hashtag pro-choice at libby rally park at today. hashtag libby park oh hi saturday 10 to 21 got 351 likes it says blair brainy and 350 others hey blair blair you are number 351 but and number one for us i was kind of stoned and fired up from the day and decided to do something that i really don't it ain't you, kid. It ain't you. I don't you. approve of it. It's not who I am as a person, and I hate it. We both it. commented on it. Yeah, but you were... <laughs> I wrote, love this community with the heart emoji. The, then somebody... Let's not be too specific. Then somebody posted something about murder again, and I... <laughs> I just let's not get into all the comments. They okay. can go look at it if they want. I can't even go read all the comments because it just annoys me. I hate. I got a people, little cunty oh in the God. comments, like to be silly, and then people thought I was like. <laughs> not necessarily. You were literally <laughs> spitting facts. No, I literally just said like like actual cut and dry facts with like a smiley face, and that really pissed. You were some like a off. snapple cap. It I don't was know a what snapple cap. What is what is? And it wasn't like anything intense at all. Yeah. At all. It was just you were you were reading Snapple. Someone facts. got mad at the Ojai Valley News for posting it and being pro-choice, and I just said like they literally did not say their opinion, their news source. They just said what happened today. They never said what they beautiful believed. turnout today in downtown yeah. Ojai for the most incredible <laughs> thing that they didn't say that no. they're like this is what's happening in Ojai. They just said pro-choice rally at the Libby Bull Park today, like literally. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought it was so funny, and then I just instantly my skin crawled and I felt gross and weird and out of body because. I fucked around. You found out. The fuck around part is always so much fun, Cody. Finding out is where we we get into trouble. We hate finding out. Right. Fucking around is is well that's I mean that's the yin and yang of fuck around and find out, right? I if you want to fuck assumption. around, if you want to fuck around, you got to be ready to find out. And if you want to yeah. find out, you need to be down to fuck around. So it, it's just a way of life. Yeah, I was going to say sometimes Sometimes the find out part's really exciting, but the fuck around's not. Exactly, and then vice versa. But I'm mostly a fuck around girl and not a find out girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of a find out guy. I won't watch Misery, but I'll find out what it's about. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to fuck around with it. Well, the truth is, when it comes to Planned Parenthood in particular, I know that this isn't necessarily a Planned Parenthood thing, but when it comes to Planned Parenthood, I think the biggest common misconception is that it's strictly an abortion clinic, and it's so much more than that. It's done so much for me and my health and my sexual education and being a great place. I've I spoke for Planned Parenthood for two of their um their we did like that brunch that they had fundraisers yeah. is the word I'm looking for. And when it comes to abortion specifically as a gay man who has no business getting women pregnant or accidentally getting a woman pregnant, all I could base my thoughts on abortion on are the fact that women, 99% of the most important people in my life are women. They just always have been. And I want to protect their rights and their health. Um, The most important people in my life are my sister's kids. And when I look at them in their lives, I can't imagine what if they were in a foster system or 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 a bad situation or something like that. And all I could base my opinions on abortion on are what is best for the women and and not putting a child into a dangerous situation if abortion wasn't legal, not putting a woman into a dangerous situation if she needs to get an abortion 
and can't do get one safely because it's against the law. That's what I have to base my opinion on, and that's why I'm definitely pro-choice, pro-women's rights. Yeah, and and I I think that everything else is extremely close-minded and dangerous, and that's how, how I believe. That's, yeah, and I think we just have to remember that there's a lot more nuance to all of this than, you know. Than you want to think about. There's just and don't so bring many- Jesus into it. Don't hit the comment section. This country needs Jesus. For what? Uh, we've had a long time to get Jesus, and we haven't. So I don't think it's gonna happen. What has Jesus ever done for me? When anyone says that around like the abortion topic, I just get very handsmaid taily, and I'm just like, this is handsmaid's tale. Literally, this is handsmaid's blessed tale. be the fruit. So back on the conversation of like rhetoric and talking with people, I had another person reach out. And like just question a lot of my beliefs in like a very productive way. And on my this was on my personal account with someone that I respect and love dearly. And we had like a very it gave me a little bit of stress and anxiety because, you know, I think I get anxious anytime I have to prove or like what do you call it? Like defend myself or my defend beliefs. I'm like, Woo. Back up your beliefs. yeah, but it was a good and uncomfortable conversation for probably both of us. And it was really productive. And at the end of it, we're like, I totally see where you're coming from and right. I respect you and I love you. And like, I don't know, there's two ways to go about it, I guess, you know, of a very select few people in this world. know 100% of what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And in today's age, we all feel like we have to be, held accountable for our beliefs and better be ready to back them up as if we know them front as right center. As if I center. have a doctorate in... The <laughs> whole point of having a productive conversation with someone who is brought up to believe in different things in you is to teach each other things, is to have open conversation and teach each other things because we don't all know absolutely everything, even about our own beliefs that we that we believe we don't know every single statistic we don't know every single reference we don't know every single anything that's why rather than coming at each other attacking and shouting these things at each other have an open conversation be down to listen to someone hopefully they're down to listen to you too and learn something from each other without making each other feel yeah and if you're and if you're confident in like what you believe what is the what is the problem with having an open conversation yeah like if you really are like this is who i am this is a value this is a belief of mine why are we so threatened to hear someone else's value or belief that might be different like i get it it's frustrating and it's confusing because sometimes damaging it's also like cognitive dissonance it challenges your worldview so it can be frustrating you know but I don't know. I don't think we need to like change every single person's mind to have our own like Well, we certainly can't. We can't. We certainly can't change everybody's mind, you know what I mean? And I don't know. That just that whole thing at, at a certain point I'm just like And I think it's important Why are you watching our stories if everything we post pisses you off? And I think it's important like I don't know that I need to reiterate this, but I obviously feel like ex- like I'm an extremely empathetic and compassionate person and understand the heaviness of abortion like to a T I completely understand it affects women for the rest of their lives when they get one it's something that they carry forever it's something that we need to be more comfortable talking about so that those women can heal and not feel so much shame and guilt and so I don't know there's just I get it there's so much to it but I'd like to focus on how much it helps women as well yeah you know what I mean absolutely so anywho tough topic that's that that's what i've been dealing with over the weekend tough fucking topic i hope you haven't been feeling too anxious about it no i'm happy to like 
challenge it also challenges myself and then i'm like okay let's read some more or let's learn some more or i think it's important to understand how other people feel about it so that i can come at it with other ideas or different avenues of understanding if that makes sense yeah absolutely so I think you're a fucking open-minded person like you said you are empathetic and we've talked about it before you before thinking about yourself think about others yeah and I think that's a beautiful quality. Well, to and have. that's why I care so much. Like I have access. <coughs> I will I will continuously have access to abortion as a white woman with like support system. Right. And so it's like for me it's really important that other women have the access that I have. And I think that's why I get so frustrated. That's where the empathy comes in place. Right. But let's switch gears. I would love to hear about you going to the tavern as an elderly person. We oh didn't talk about God. that last week. We didn't talk about last week because it was after we recorded. Oh, you went again? No, I didn't go to the tavern. Oh, because we didn't record last week. So it's been a minute. I had a COVID scare. Turned out negative. Thanks for being patient with our. We got into such a good habit of posting every Friday, (laughs) and then here I go almost. And I think I I got sick from the tavern. And I think it was okay that we skipped personally. That I used to be at the tavern three to four nights a week. Mm -hmm. It used to be my spot. I would be at the tavern, let's say, four nights a week, West Hollywood, three nights a week. I was partying seven days a week. I was just going, I was wilding out in my early 20s. And I haven't been back in such a long time because I'm an old man now. I'm 30 years old. You know, I'm pushing daisies basically at this point. (laughs) And a coworker of mine who's young, young gal dragged me to the tavern after a few colleagues and us had dinner at Rumfish, which was lovely. Yum. Then afterwards, she took me to the tavern and I was the oldest person there. No. And I was kind of cool and nostalgic because I was like, God, this used to really be my stomping grounds. You know, mm-hmm. like this really used to be it. But at the same time, um, it is it is interesting to be to be old. And I, I, I think I got sick there. Yeah. It's it it's interesting out. to go on a busy night, especially because there's the freshies, the fresh 21 year olds that are just, Oh my God. There was a girl with braces, which is adorable. <laughs> I love that. I just love that. I like to describe people. She looked like Doja cat with braces. I told That's her you look like Doja cat. And she was like, I get that a lot. It was, it was a vibe. And, um, she told me that she worked at the spearmint rhino and she has Hell an only yeah. fans wait why didn't you get her on the show i know i've always wanted to, oh. we need a stripper on the show i gave her my number did you uh-huh okay if she because ever... she has a, her gay best friend's name is cody and i said i've always wanted to fuck a cody so set it up sis amazing yeah you know i used to go to the tavern too saloon in the tavern i lost my id twice at the tavern if you don't ever lose your id at the tavern like are you doing it right i certainly have i mean like we all have but i went and got one of them back they had one once like you know what i mean i lost it and they had it and then the second time they didn't yeah that's kind of just life you can't lose it twice (laughs) i love that you can't and lose it. It's like lightning. I like made out with a girl at the tavern. And I think I like may have like sexually assaulted her. No. Like don't when say I think about my air. memories. Why? Because I'm not sure <clears throat> that I don't know, I was just really drunk and aggressive about it, I think. But I mean, I got kissed back. I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. I just told that story. And then like weird it's, things. It's not embarrassing. I don't think, I think that you are overthinking. I don't think you sexually assaulted her. <laughs> no. she, I mean. Don't say that on air. Yeah. If I ever try to do anything in my life, they're going to pull that clip and just play it over and over Severe and over again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't do anything. You and I will never be able to run for office after this We can't this ever podcast, do anything. Unless it's a very modern world. Where people don't cancel. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. Yeah. 
I don't think that he did. Th- I mean, I who hasn't made out with the girl at the tavern? I know, right? I've made out with girls <laughs> at the tavern. And then things get weird in the photo booth. Dude, I have so many pictures in the photo booth. Okay, can I tell you a quick photo booth story? Is it with you and Sarah? No, but they had our pictures in the back of the tavern because Sarah used to flash her tits and they like to look at her tits. Um, right. She went back there once and, and saw that there was all of our photos of my butt and her boobs. Amazing. And one of our friend's vaginas. Ouch. Yeah. If you're going to get naked, get naked there. I've I've gotten a blowjob in that photo booth. Nuh-uh. Of course I have. Well, you're holding up the photo booth. Oh, come on. You know other people want to take photos? Well, come in. Take a picture. I'm not stopping you. Just don't, just don't interrupt Disrupt what I've got going the on. Disrupt Anyways, that's not the story. It's not the story. So I lost my credit card at the tavern on Easter when I went wow. there after a he shift. Has risen. He has risen. I went because when I worked at cafe, it was like one of the busiest days of the year. So I went out for drinks after and um, had a great time. I got my card back, but there was all these $5 charges from Malibu snack and soda on my bank account. And I was like, what the fuck? I was not in Malibu. So I called Bank of America and, you know, the lady, she was like from Tennessee or something. She was like, well, you are you sure you weren't in Malibu? And I went, no. And she's like, it says you're close to Malibu. And I was like, I know I was not in Malibu. Like, I've not been in you're Malibu. You're pretty close, though. You sure you didn't just accidentally I'm end like, up there? Well, she's like, you know, they're like over there where she's from. They have like counties. So it's like everything feels really close here, probably. We but- also have counties. What? No, but they call it, they don't have towns, they have counties. Uh-huh. But anyways, or parishes? A parish? A parish? A holler? Have you heard that term? We live in the same holler. No. Nope. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. Like you and Brittany live in the same holler, which means you could just holler at her. Holla, holla, holla. And I do sometimes. Anyways, I had all these charges from Malibu Snack and Soda vending machine. I was freaking out. And then she was like, this is very weird because it's just, it's very odd that you didn't blah, blah, blah. So I had to go to the fraud department. She finally calls me back and she goes, we figured it out. Um, It's not Malibu Snack and Soda. It's just what it's called. But there is, could there be like a vending machine or a photo booth at a place called the Tavern in Ventura, California? Oh my God. And I went, oh, the photo booth? And she went, but I still want to look into it because I find it hard to believe you were at a bar on Easter Sunday. And I was like, Mm, oh I think your job God. here is done. Wait, I think we're good. I think you should have just been like, yeah, you're probably, yeah, I'm Yeah, good. look into that. Yeah, Give look me into my money that. back. Look and then I was, that. as she's telling me this on the phone, I'm looking at the photo booth pictures of like my face <laughs> and someone's boobs with bunny ears on. I find it hard to believe you had a motorboating someone with that bunny ears on, literally. She probably thought you were the fucking Antichrist. <laughs> Fun fact, I am. <laughs> <laughs> she just spoke to him. Why'd you take your glasses off? Because of pain. They were hurting you? Little headache. Stephanie's roommate's sister got some Halloween treats and we're wearing sunglasses look like little kitty cats. She's technically my roommate for the month of October. How spooky is that? I fucking love that. Well, if you're going to have a roommate for October, you may as well have one that brings Halloween treats. You know, I lived with her in college. No, you didn't. Yeah, that's how I met Alex. You guys... No, you didn't. Yeah, I lived with Meryl for like when we were in college together. Where'd you go to college? Cal State Channel Islands. Shut up. We lived across the street from... sucky. Yeah, that's rude. What? That's what like people call it who don't like it. Oh, I didn't know that was a bad term. I thought that's just what it was called, like ASU, Seasucky. Yeah. UCLA, University of Spoiled Children. Yeah, or but you don't that? say Eucla. Eucla. <laughs> CSUCI. And you know, that's where Hotel California is based after. Yes. And my ex worked at Seasucky. So I'm pointing to a picture in my living room. When I graduated, Ace's mom gave me a postcard that someone wrote while they were staying at the insane asylum. So on this backside what? of this photo it's a written it's what? like they wrote home 
What? Yeah. A great gift. It's the best gift that anyone's ever given me, and it's framed on Jean, my wall. Jean turned that. Um, Jean did the library there. Yeah. And has that a library lot of, is fucking nuts. Gene did that library. He's my dad is a foreman for. Well, I think he has a more official. Well, I think he has. A, we don't know his grown. title specifically. Back then, he was like foreman <laughs> for an electrical company, and um, he did that library. I love that. I spent many many moons well, in that library say thanks to gene thank you gene i love all it him and um he has some good ghost stories as guys have found so my ex and i went on the hottest date i've ever been on by far the best date i've ever been on because he worked at Sisaki. he took me into the abandoned building and we did ghost hunting in there hot it was so hot. It was so scary, so creepy. He he was he was more of a realist. He didn't believe in ghosts. He's like, what we really need to be careful about is squatters and people that are like doing <laughs> like drugs and like humans. living in here. And I was like, oh no, I could feel a presence. He goes, yeah, I think there's a guy down there probably shooting up. Like we need to like I can hear it. <laughs> no, it's very realistic. Yeah. So I took an intro to jazz class because I had to do an elective, which really wasn't my gig. Like I wasn't there to take electives to pay that much money to take a fucking elective class just wasn't really what I was there for. Not necessarily. And so I uh, had to take a fucking elective class. And so I took intro to jazz, which is just hilarious. The teacher was just like class. so classic. And we took our class was in the old like cathedral and the they still had the confession booths <gasps> in there. Like it was scary. Super crazy. I'm sorry. I was going to get possessed by a demon. Who says I'm not? Who says you're not? Who says I'm not? A semen demon. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> gross. So gross. What else gross. is on crying after surfing? You oh cry after okay. you surf? So last... What don't you cry at? No offense, but... I don't know. I'm an emotion. I'm in touch. I'm Drag emotionally. Shows, concert, surfing. I'm emotionally intelligent. So Ooh, emotionally evolved. I yes. I went surfing on Wednesday at Rincon and it was like seven AM in the morning and the sun's been getting up later so the sun wasn't over the mountain because Rincon's like back, right to the back of those mountains right there uh -huh. on the on the 101 yeah and I catch a wave and the sun is like peeking over the fucking mountain and dolphins are jumping like literally Dude. an arm's reach away in the wave Dude. with me you were in a Lisa Frank picture I I've never felt more in a Disney movie in my entire oh my life God, and the I, little mermaid like after the wave or whatever I like I'm paddling back out and this other girl's on a wave and the dolphins are jumping with her and then she's like paddling near me and we're just like what the hell is happening right now this is gorgeous this is so cool the dolphins were so close and playing the whole time and jumping and whatever had a great time surfing got in the car was driving home and just was like replaying the morning and I just started crying because it was just so like the beautiful. most beautiful thing that's happened like I don't know what could be better than that. You'll re I hope that you think of the option. Are you crying right now? No, but You're I do. You're tearing up a little but bit. But it's it was just so 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 magical. It looked beautiful. It was so cool. Or and it so, looked beautiful in my mind just now. Yes, and so yeah, I oh shed a little God. tear for that. It was awesome. It was pretty epic. I it's such a fun way to connect with nature. Yes, and you just and then. Just to be able-bodied and out there and living and doing... I don't know. It's just able like... Able-bodied and out there. The Stephanie James story. It just... And I hate using that term even, but um, I don't know. I just... I think things just kind of fall away when you start realizing your privilege and... <clears throat> I don't know. It's like life's simple pleasures. Like how much better could that get, you know? Life's simple pleasures. I've been on like kind of this... I'm so oh high right now. I've been on like this spiritual awakening ever since backpacking. 
Yes. That we kind of talked love about. That. Love that. Love that. And I've just been feeling so positive and happy and like I'm in my body for a reason and I'm supposed to be in this body, which yes. I've never belonged in my body. So it's like, it feels so good to belong here. And I haven't been drinking alcohol or drinking caffeine for two full weeks. Is that why you ordered a decaf through me this morning on yes. my beacon run? Yes. Oh my God. And, and I tried to roast you for it. I know. <laughs> well, it's like, I, where are you going to get your energy from? I said my sleep, my sleep, which is not true. Like I, caffeine's way harder than the alcohol for me, but, um, and I don't even drink that much caffeine. You're honoring your body. Mm, Isn't I am, that your mantra? Yes, I'm honoring my body and it feels amazing. I feel, I think I'm realizing the negative effects about drinking regularly. We're just like, I, yeah. and I've been opening up to people about this more because I didn't realize I never, like I've just been isolated in my brain and it's so negative. Like literally every single day I would beat myself up and tell myself that, I'm fat and ugly and unworthy and that I'm doing things to harm myself and that and then not making the decision to be better and just going through these cycles of anxiety and depression and they've been happening way more often which is something I've opened up about like I've been getting in those slumps and it's been easier to get there and harder to get out yeah and they've been happening more frequently and so it's like finally I think I need to listen to my body a little bit you know honor your body and I just haven't been feeling well I've gotten sick four times in the last year I was like they fucked up our immune systems and well yeah not to mention like i just my stomach issues i don't know it's just it's all kind of coming together and making me realize like i don't want to be a regular drinker anymore and that might change like right now i'm feeling really really happy with my decision <laughs> i'm going to melissa's wedding this weekend in cincinnati uh, and i want to have a glass Melissa's of getting married yes and i want to have a glass of champagne at her wedding for sure yeah but like beyond that i'm, I'm not, not diving into full sobriety it sounds like you're just no you're just you're just checking checking yourself before you wreck yourself yeah and i'm having no plans on like living sober or whatever but I think that I don't want to be a regular drinker and I want to be more of like a, you know, like something to celebrate or whatever. I don't know. To look into your future, you have to watch your habits today. Yes. And so that's what I'm trying to do. I saw that on our Instagram Explored page this morning while I was taking really? a dump. Yeah. And it was a weird photo of a lion wearing a suit, smoking a cigar. I thought it was a strange and it said that. <laughs> well, anytime I've ever like been on a healthy kick or something, I'm always like, time's going to pass anyways. Yeah. And like in a year from now, do I want to still have the same right. habits? And it's like, that's what happens, right? Life gets away from you. And it's another year that where you didn't do something you wanted to do. I can't keep up right lately for the past, I'd say three weeks. I'm having a hard time, like just keeping up. Yeah. And I don't know do you what think life's moving fast or I think I'm moving slow. I am. My house has been a mess right when I clean up something, I make a mess somewhere else. <laughs> I'm behind just like on not like behind financially, but I usually more on top of it and know what's going on. And right now I feel like I have no idea what's going on with yeah. my finances. I just feel behind on everything. I just feel behind on every, I feel behind socially. Like I feel so behind lately. It does that feeling resonate at all? Yeah. You're just like, I think I feel like I'm I've, choosing to move. I'm choosing a slower path right now right. and not giving myself like this. I'm not kidding. <laughs> these last two weeks, like, I'm so accepting of everything I choose to do or not do. And it feels really cool. And like, instead of putting so much pressure on myself to perform at a level, like I'm like, oh, I went to work today. I edited a podcast. I did yard work. Like I'm going to nap. I don't know. It was just like, I'm cool with the slower. I've chosen slow. Hell yeah. 
So I am slower, but I've chosen it so it doesn't feel like I'm behind on anything, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like you're living slower, but you didn't choose it, so now you're, like, anxious about I, it. Like, right now I have a lot going on, and I feel like I need to pick up the pace a little bit, but I'm running too slow. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my check engine light is on. I totally get what you mean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have my check engine light is on, and I have a smog check coming up. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's just how I feel. You just have to deal with it. Do I? Yeah. Or can I just ignore it until it becomes a bigger issue? No, get it done, son. Get it done, son. Okay, I just want to do another, like, okay, so Melissa obviously was my first co-host, and she's the love of How my rude. life. How rude. And um, she's getting married this weekend to the love of her life, Andrew Foskey, and <sighs> they're just the most beautiful couple. When they started dating... It was so cute to see them get together, and I just have been such a fan of Andrew for years, and it's so cool to see them. What a great couple. I'm going to cry my eyes out. I'm going to be an absolute disaster. I can't wait to see her in a wedding dress. Melissa's kind of like the most amazing friend. She doesn't let me off the hook. She calls me out all the time, which I fucking love, but she does it in such a funny, like, Melissa way. She's so intense. Yeah. And... I don't know. She also loves me unconditionally. Like she thinks like my shit doesn't sink, but at the same time she she'll like really question my my anxieties. Like if I come to her with an issue, she just like really until we get to something like real. She's like why do you think you're feeling like she just doesn't let up on like right. figuring it out with me and I don't know. She's, you need friends like that. Yes. I do need a good time, fun time gal. And I also need someone to be like, well, let's figure this out. <laughs> she's a fun time, but she's all business. Yes. I and it's, that. I just, I respect I her and love her. her endlessly. So I'm really excited. Well, they have a beautiful love and I'm so glad that they are inviting people to come celebrate their companionship. And it'll be the way. first time I've been on a plane in over oh two years, probably. <clears throat> yeah. And I got new luggage. I'm so excited. It's gorgeous. I'm looking at it very right now. Very Austin Powers. Very Austin Powers. Very fun. Very flowery, fluorescent. Do you want to so. talk about anything else? Apparently you don't. I saw more on my notes. Let's but go. If you're done, no, you're I done. don't care. What, okay. Uh, what's our timestamp? I know you hate when I do this. I'm One fifteen. <sighs> we can give five <sighs> minutes to Elvira. <sighs> I feel like, okay, so Cody. I just love her. Cody, first of all, like weeks ago, weeks, months, a couple months ago, you told me Elvira was gay and like how funny it is that. Like she would as a sex icon for men and like and yes. everything. And then like two weeks after you told me that, the story came out that Elvira is gay, and I was like, no, uh, we already knew that. Mama, I thought. who do you think broke the news to the outlets? I'm just kidding. She did. She, she she wrote it in her book, but you knew it before. I did because she's an Ohio local. Yeah, Hilaire. She's a first of all, she's basically like what Santa Claus is to Christmas, Elvira is to Halloween. So I've always held her in a great light. She lives in Ohio. And I just used to see her all the time at when I worked at Rainbow Bridge and Cafe Emporium with her partner. And um, they are they've been together for a long time and they are a beautiful couple and they are the, the, the kindest people, the nicest people. And yeah, I, I know many people in Ohio who know them knew that they're gay and it's like whose job Did is it Hollywood to- not know. No, because she is basically a drag queen. Nobody Hollywood doesn't keep up with Cassandra Peterson. Yeah, Hollywood keeps up with Elvira, which is this literally vampy. Yeah, big. You know what? The reason why I love Elvira so much, mm. I really have looked up to her like sense of humor, and I see I pull a lot of like she inspires me. Her Elvira's humor inspires me. Where first of all, I love anybody who it's not necessarily drag, but anybody who plays a character. Where they, she's Elvira is such a character, and 
She rose to fame because back in the old days, they used to play movies on the silver screen and it'd be like Vincent Price would host it and he would be like, you know, coming up is the most ghoulish thing ever. So in the 80s, they wanted to revive that kind of play a horror movie and have a host. And so they had auditions and it was all these people dressing up and trying to be very Vincent Price and scary. And she just kind of on a whim was like, I, what if I like, I read this or watched an interview (coughs) with her. It's not like she told me this personally, but in this interview, she was like, I thought why like she didn't necessarily need this job. She just kind of wanted to see what would happen. And so she was like, what if I looked the part, like looked absolutely (laughs) ghoulish and vampy and looked like, like a vampire. Yeah. But acted like I was like bimbo trailer trash. And was not at all like spooky with what I say. I'm just like a bimbo trailer <laughs> Josh. And she has some of the best one liners. And I just really, her humor really inspires me. And I just, you know, I I feel like Elvira's my birth mom. I just love that she's so spooky like me. And I love that we're both trashy and, and, and little bimbos. And I, I just think it. it's so fun. Like, a couple of her favorites I post on her story. One of my absolute favorites is when she gets hit on the head and the guy goes, how's your head? And she goes, I haven't had any complaints yet. Like, I love that. <laughs> or the other one where she was like, I just love her humor because it cracks me up. She had another one. She says, um, I like my conversations like I like my clothes easy and short or short and easy to get out of. Like, I just love that. Cute. I love her. Yeah, she's know. silly and playful and sexy. <sighs> but yeah, and... people DM us and are like, look at this headline. Elvira's gay. And I'm like... Honey, Tell I Cody. I'm like, Cody knows. Cody knows. <laughs> Cody was there. Cody saw the whole thing. So, Shout out to Cassandra and Terry. You're a beautiful couple and you're the kindest people on earth. We love you. Yes. Tell me about this alien abduction. Well, I was watching American Horror Story and they transitioned. This season is like two different storylines and they just transitioned to an alien storyline. And I'm watching this. And it reminded me of all the other alien stories we've heard in the past from like documentaries and stuff. Oh my God, I thought we were having an earthquake. I literally thought we were having it's an earthquake. It's just Otto. Otto just jumped up and I thought it was an earthquake. I thought it was the aliens. Mm. I thought it was the aliens. Like, don't say this. Are you bored? Is this boring? No, I want to hear about the alien abduction. I'm bored. Okay. I was abducted by aliens. That's all. Did I'm, they I'm probe you? Convinced. I hope so. You don't know. Something probed me. Well, you ended up back in your bed. I default by default. I always go to like ghosts in my head because I want everything to have to do with the supernatural and ghosts. But as I'm watching this show and watching documentaries about aliens and stuff, I realize my Palm Springs experience where I lost so much track of time and was so disoriented and I was in the desert. I was going to say the desert does it. The desert does it. The desert might be the best place for you to have been abducted. Because if you recall, I went on that walk to go find water. Yes. And I was so disoriented and nothing felt familiar and it was very odd. Yes. And then all of a sudden it was four in the morning and and I'm in my hotel room confused. I felt like I had been being watched. Remember? Yeah. And I hadn't seen a ghost. Remember? I just felt like something was watching me and in time didn't make sense. I think maybe I got abducted by aliens. Big chance. Big chance. Big chance. What if they didn't probe me? Well, what if that who knows they, what if I what if they went out what if they did all the trouble to abduct me and then they got me and they're like, mm, no, I don't want to probe them. It's our idea. It's it's through all the movies and media that we think they probe, but what if they just don't? What if they just don't? Did you, did you ever personal. see that um Kate McKinnon SNL skit? 
no. about the aliens. No. And it's like three people that were all abducted by aliens and the FBI is interviewing them. And the first one's like, it was the most beautiful light. And when they, when I was being lifted to the UFO, it was like the warmest hug I've ever had. And the next person was like, was like, they were so kind. They put a robe on me, treated me like a king. And she was like, I got a different experience. There was these little green men in a room and they were all slapping my boobs together. They all got in like, it was just the funniest thing. Like <laughs> they, the two people had the most incredible experience that she was like, so then they chuck me out of the UFO and I land in a tree with my underwear on my head. It's just oh like the God. funniest thing. You should watch it. She's so funny. I'll have to. Anyways. Yeah. I was abducted by aliens in Palm Springs or hunted by ghosts. But I was certainly not fucked by Have any hot Have you been wis- witnessing another straight man date? Yesterday I did Shelf Road. Yes. And I was walking up to do Shelf Road in the morning. There's these two straight guys on a hike together. And they stopped and started doing push-ups. And I was like, you guys are so cute that you just are just having fun together like this. And we were wondering, what do straight men <clears throat> talk about? They do push-ups, I guess. They do push-ups and with poor form. But still, oh. they did a great job anyways. How old would you say they were? 40 to 50. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. That is cute. It is cute. Rather cute. Their bodies look like bow and arrows because they were not holding a proper plank. It was like, put it in your core, just your hips, no valleys, Something. no peaks either. It's certainly no peaks, but no valleys. I mean, they Valley's were, not good for you. No, valley's not good. not good for the lower back, the lumbar. Ouch. I was worried. They look like they're humping the ground. And I was like, what is this doing for your chest and back in this moment in time? It's doing more for the mental. They're like, we just did some fucking push up. No, they just like, you know, they were, they were, and what was the sweetest thing is they were synchronized. They were doing them at the same pace. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like a train. Well, was this episode well, good? Well, was this episode good? I've been smiling the whole time. I've been smiling. I've been wearing these glasses the whole time, and despite your heavy-handed language, I've had a wonderful time. You know, you know, I've been trying not to engage, but I did have fun. What are we gonna name this episode? I wonder. I pooped the bed. I pooped the bed. Who did we talk about pooping the bed? Oh, just like maybe people thinks one of us pooped a bed and then they'll listen. Anyways, you guys, (laughs) to make a long story short, (laughs) to make a long episode short, we love you. It's not our longest. Like, reshare, subscribe, review. You guys wrote in about Halloween topics you want to touch on. It's okay. We're doing Halloween all month. All month. And so we're going to get those next episode. We did touch on Halloween today, which is exciting. We talked about Elvira, the queen herself. We talked about our Halloween traditions, our costumes, aliens, ghosts. The whole so kind of Kind of what we talk about every episode. This is just a Halloween <laughs> podcast. I was thinking that last night because I was like watching Real Housewives and I was like, Cody, you should be watching a horror movie. This is Halloween. This is the month you wait for all year round. Like, what are you doing, Cody? And then I thought, you live it. Am I? I just every month is Halloween for me. How do I? How do you? How do I turn it up a notch? How do I? How do I? Okay. How do I turn it up? I didn't sing a single song this episode. Turn it off before I do. Turn That's it not off. actually true. What did I sing? Don't, don't come out. Don't show up. Don't come out. Don't stop now. Don't start caring Let's about get me physical. now. You sang like three words of a song. You'll hear no, it I when didn't. you re-listen. No, I didn't. Do you want to bet? I'll bet you twenty dollars. You'll bet me twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. And when we okay. When we, and now I'm talking like I'm talking. You changed your voice and you sang lyrics. I changed my voice and I sung lyrics. Like three lyrics. Like what's the like what's the minimum? What do you me me referencing a song by trying to sound like the singer and and doing even one word. Okay, we're betting twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Shook on it. We shook on it. Can I sing now? Nope. 
No? Not nope. even now after we shook? No. Why? Because you're trying to make a whole episode without singing. So what's the point of singing at the end? Now I feel like it's like it feels like champagne bubbles I know, inside me. Like bu- you're a building kid. Up, building up, building you're up. You're not supposed to do something. No. To remind <laughs> you of the mess you made when I went away. It's not fair. <laughs> you, yeah, you, yeah, you. I don't know. 